former Florida State and NFL quarterback Danny Cannell joins us now. Thanks S-C-C. to betonline.net. S-C-C. Danny, that's S-C-C. Don Davenport being uh, antagonistic. <laughs> Hi, Danny. Yeah. Hi, Don. How are you? I'm I hear good. it. I hear the chance. That's what I keep telling every Oklahoma and Texas fan. That I, like, I was, I was with my wife. We were actually in Vail, Colorado. We were hiking on this mountain. And I saw this person coming down with a Texas Longhorn shirt. And I said, are you ready for the SEC chance? Like, that's just what I keep looking for. They're going to have to embrace food for the conference. So I, it's a thing. I will never understand it. I will never embrace it. Even if Florida State one day joined the SEC, you would never catch me rooting for a conference. Listen, Only my team. If Louisiana is beating Texas, Louisiana fan is all in on the SEC chance, aren't they? Yes, and I would actually be prodding them on. I would say, please do it. That's, and that's, that's going to be the risk that every, every time Texas and Oklahoma this year, every time they you know, uh, put the helmet on, they play somebody, that's what the opponent's going to do if they end up beating them. And you feel like Texas a little bit more vulnerable where they are right now with yeah. the football program than Oklahoma, where you are right. If Louisiana beats them, you better believe those SEC chants are coming. Danny Cannell with us. Danny, uh, why the disdain for the SEC? Does this go back to the Florida <laughs> State days or or like as a little kid? Is that all you could watch? Like, what, what, where does this come from? <laughs> Is it the no. hate the successful? I mean, I don't know. No, 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 no. So here's – so I think it's an incredible – misjudgment of me as a person to say I hate the SEC. I love the The SEC fans are, and I've said this a hundred times over, the SEC fans are the best in the country, and it's not even close, from top to bottom. And I'll have Florida State fans get mad at me for saying that. Clemson fans get mad at me. Ohio State, you know, USC. And all, I, there's no argument you can make because from top to bottom, and I'm talking all the way to the bottom, everyone, every fan base cares about football enough to where they're going to go root on their team, no matter if they're in the playoff race, no matter if they're out of it and they're playing for a bowl game, or if they're going to, hey, I want our coach fired. They're going to show up and let you know it. But there is no conference that top to bottom has a passionate fan base. I think where it all started was probably around 2015, 2016. I was, I was very adamant that the SEC wasn't as good when Ole Miss and Mississippi State were top three. And it was driving me bonkers. I'm like, wait a second. They're top-heavy. They're, they're just running away with this because of the, the preseason top 25, the way it's set up. And then, sure enough, it kind of unfolded where those teams collapsed in the bowl season. They didn't play as well. Um, and in the bowl season, it was a less-than-stellar performance. The last couple of years, like, I have, like LSU was one of the best performances we've seen from an offense in the history of college football. Yeah. Last year's Alabama team might be the best team we've ever seen. And I didn't criticize them one bit. I So – for some, for some reason, I get it, and I have fun on Twitter. I'll go back and forth with SEC fans, and I'll, I'll say some things on Twitter that maybe I wouldn't say on TV or radio that are a little more obnoxious, and I think that's what yes. resonates with people. But I love the SEC. I love the product. And it's not just saying it because they're going to own college football one day. And if I want to have a job that I better say these nice things about them, I promise it's not that. It, it, is, it is the best uh, conference in, in, as far as fan passion and all that. Well, yet again, um, the the odds from BetOnline.net, uh, you Alabama favored to to win the national championship. I mean, they literally again. lost like the best player at like every yeah. position, best player in the country at every position. Yes, just you know, they just reload. Um, your take on it, and who can unseat them? 
So I actually think it's time to fade Alabama. And when I say fade them, I'm looking at like a win total of 11 and a half wins. So that's their total from bet online, 11 and a half. So they basically, if you hit the over, you're saying they're going to run the table 12 and 0 in the regular season. I am taking the under on that all day because I mean, it'd be one thing if it was just Mac Jones, just their quarterback who was gone and you're replacing somebody who was a first round pick. Uh, but it's not. Then you throw in, oh, Najee Harris, one of the best running backs. He's gone too. Oh, also an offensive line, which was voted the best in college football. Also, Devontae Smith, the best uh, wide receiver and best player in college football as the, as the Heisman Trophy winner. And, oh, by the way, you have a new play caller on the offensive side of the ball. Like, to me, like one or two of those, maybe you could say, all right, you can go back to back. But to me, it is just way too much for them to overcome. So when I say I'm fading Alabama, I don't think it's the end of the dynasty. I just think to ask them to go 12 wins and, you know, go 12-0 and 0 in a season after what they accomplished last year would be insane. And I also think they're going to get tested way more this year. It starts against Miami, and I don't think Miami wins that game, but I think Miami will test them. And I think Texas A&M is starting to close that gap. I mean, we've seen it each year. They've kind of they've gotten a little bit more competitive with Alabama, and yet they're still losing by three touchdowns. It's insane how good <laughs> Alabama is. But Alabama has – they have to go to College Station. They have to play LSU, who's going to be better this year. They have to go on the road to Gainesville, to Florida, and to Auburn for the Iron Bowl. I think there's one slip-up in there. So I, when I say I'm fading Alabama, it's not like I think they're going to be 8-4, and four, but I don't think there's any way they're going undefeated. Danny Cannell with us on 3HL. So where do you find value? BetOnline.com. Net has the list out there of, of uh, favorites. Uh, Clemson, number two. Georgia, number three. Oklahoma, number four. We've seen all that before. Is Ohio State maybe where you find value? Yes. As far as for a championship bet, yeah. I think Ohio State is the team there. I mean, they've dominated. You know they're going to get to the playoff. Their offense is going to be just stupid. I mean, it's un- they'll have the best skill set as far as wide receivers, they've got they run four to five deep at wide receiver. They've got uh, Master Teague is back. They got Trey Van Henderson, a five star uh, at running back. The the quarterback, yes, it's a question, but if CJ Stroud, their starter, doesn't work out, they've got like four uh, five stars on the bench behind them. So my my nine year old daughter can go out there and run that system. Like that's <laughs> not what I'm worried about. But their their defense, I think, is going to be much better than it was last year. And in an offensive game where we've seen LSU, again, 2019, best offense in the country, Alabama's offense last year is what won them. I think offense wins championships. So I think Ohio State is the best value of those favorites. And clearly those, those five teams that have separated themselves in another stratosphere, I would find the one with the best value. And to me, it's Ohio State. Danny Cannell with us on 3HL. Uh, you can find some value in Tennessee at 100 to 1. Uh. <laughs> yes. I would save your money. You know what? You know what I do think is interesting. I do think the win total, which is six for Tennessee, man, I tell you, for Josh Heupel's sake, I sure hope they get to six, but I feel like that's got to be a floor. Like they're going to win week one. They're going to win the blowout against Bowling Green. The pit game to me is fascinating, yep. but I think there's got to be six wins. South Carolina is playing a grad graduate assistant as their, you know, as their quarterback. That's how deep they are uh, in the hole at quarterback. <laughs> Then you've got like you you've got to figure out a way to win that game. Then can you squeeze out a couple more games against maybe even on the road against Kentucky, Vanderbilt? You better win. So that's four. Can you get me another couple? Like I think six is a pretty safe bet to take the over for the Vols. Because I think Josh Heupel, the one thing you're going to get out of that is a lot of offense. You're going to see a lot of points. I think that'll keep them in games. 
and all they got to do is a couple of those to go their way. But I think it's, you know, I think the over the six wins, I think, is the play with the balls. Danny, Danny, I know it was a reach not to say that you want them to win the SEC championship or anything, but I'm going to leave that alone. Let's look at this Heisman Trophy race. This so, is a, a, that's a ball for yeah, life. Yeah, this is a ball right here all day, yeah. every day. You know, and I mean, not a homer ball, uh, just a ball. That's all. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Looking at the Heisman Trophy race, we see, you know, Spencer Rattler, you know, you Bryce Young. It was, I'm surprised it's right there in the races. Never really played the snap yet. But JT Daniels, who do you see with an outside chance at moving into that um, – earlier Heisman candidacy. Isn't it crazy, though, that Bryce Young, DJ Uyunglele, CJ Stroud, <laughs> right. we have three quarterbacks who are among the favorites for the Heisman, and DJ Uyunglele started you know, one game for Clemson. The others we haven't even seen play, mm-hmm. and yet that's how, much we tr- that's how much we trust quarterbacks. It's insane. Like, one of these guys is going to falter. I'll give you the value play for me for Heisman. It's Sam Howell at North Carolina. He's up to this date. He's got 68 touchdowns in his career at North Carolina. That's two more than Trevor Lawrence had his first two years at Clemson. UNC, to me, is a team that's going to challenge in the ACC. I think they win their division. I don't think they knock off Clemson, but I think Sam Howell is going to put up monster stats for a program that's going to be in the top 10 most of the season. And I kind of like it from an odd standpoint, 12 to 1 a little bit longer. And then another one is B. John Robinson, 22 to 1 at Texas. They're still breaking in their quarterback. They just named Hudson Card, but they're saying they might play two quarterbacks. Well, the one thing we know for certain is that Steve Sarkeesian is going to hand that ball to B. John Robinson out there, and he is a stud by all accounts. So I think B. John Robinson. And I, I, I was hesitant to give you a running back, but I think we saw the mold broken last year with a wide receiver winning the Heisman Trophy where voters are starting to pay attention and say, you know what? Quarterbacks are awesome, but there are some other players that might mean more to their team, like Devontae Smith last year. And if that trend is opened up now or that trend is broken of quarterbacks winning it, then I think B. John Robinson out of Texas would have an outstanding chance. I just wonder if Texas can win enough games to help him yeah. have a campaign right. this year. You know, and I'm all about Sark. Right, and I'm all about Sark, but that's, yeah, that's my, my question there. Danny, yeah, uh, I'm with you, Don. I'm bullish. I'm all gas, no brakes. I'm on the Sark train. But <laughs> I think he inherited a really good situation, too. But there's a but. Like, it's going to take time. And quarterback, we still don't know if it's going to be Casey Thompson. He named Hudson Carb. He's going to play both. And the defense has to get more physical. So that, And that's the reason why their win total is at eight, right? There's a lot of uncertainty there. But you talk about a stretch to get off on the right foot for Texas. Louisiana, then on the road at Arkansas in a future SEC matchup. Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine? If they start off even one and one, Longhorn fans are going to be getting a little restless. And and 0 and 2 is unthinkable. So they cannot let that happen. But that game in Arkansas is going to be really interesting. Danny Cannell with us. And Danny, I know you need to go, but uh, we we have to ask you for your thoughts about one of the most important people in college football history. And that's. Your former Florida State head coach Bobby Bowden passing away not too long ago. What, what did what did Coach Bowden mean to you? Oh, he was everything, man. He was so special. Thank you for asking me about him because yes. I got to go to the uh, service for him in Tallahassee, and it was really an outpouring of love and support for somebody like he. He meant everything to me as far as where I'm a man today, where I'm as a where I went as a football player, and you know, over 300 players showed up there. Several of his former players spoke. Uh, you know, his family, you had Terry uh, and uh, Tommy Bowden both spoke at his service. But you talk about a man who really, so he preached three things. He preached faith, he preached family, and he preached football in that order. Well, a lot of coaches preach that on the recruiting trail, 
but very few of them live up to it. And what I saw from a man from the day I stepped on campus in Tallahassee to the last time I saw him, which was just about six weeks before he passed away, he was living out that mantra, faith first, family second, football third. And that's something that I teach my kids today. So, like, when you say, what does it mean to you, he, he instilled in me values that I passed on to my three daughters that I'm sure they'll pass on to their kids. It is generational, and his impact off the field is far greater than his legacy on it. I mean, he's an amazing man, and I can't say enough about him. And uh, he's going to be missed for sure, but he leaves behind an incredible legacy. Love it, bro. Uh, thank you for the time, man. Uh, we'll, we'll holler back at you, get you on uh, at some point. Loved it. Anytime, man. Happy college football season. It's a huge weekend. I can't wait. Go right. See you, bro. <laughs> Thanks, Canel. <laughs> There's Danny Canel.